Yo, yo, yo. What's good, Addicts gang? Welcome back to the Fantasy Addicts podcast. I'm your host, Frank, joined to you by Andrew and Charlene. It's good to be back on here talking fantasy football. We're going to be talking about our must-avoid or bust wide receivers for 2023 fantasy football. Charlene, how are you doing, mate? Good, man. I'm good. Uh, Join this beautiful... There's a day today, Thursday night. Got Friday tomorrow. It's great. On the grind, uh, uh, getting this pot out to the the fans. Uh, you love to see it. Uh, got got wide receiver bus uh, today. So um, excited to get into it. Andrew, how are we? Yeah, good. Uh, Powerball results come out in 14 minutes. So hopefully, win the four million. Invest it all in the Fantasy Addicts podcast, and we just <laughs> we just go to the moon. But um. Yeah, thanks no, for having that's me. Fine. I was actually the person that uh, won the, what was it, 50 million last week, so I don't need to worry. Yeah, I can't believe they were from Melton, man. That's crazy. You think that's they stay? Yeah, wild. my hometown, shout out. You think, they stay, you think they stay in Melton with all that money? I'd be so Definitely out of not. there, bro. Oh, you'd be <laughs> running. <laughs> um, Make sure you're following the podcast, of course, on Instagram at the Fantasy Addicts, Twitter, or X, as Elon likes to call it. Mm. at the FB Addicts. And, um, yeah, check out all our pods we got going. We got team-by-team team previews, uh, quarterback, running back, receiver, tight end, bus, and must drafts are all coming out. It's uh, it's August, and the Addicts love August because it's football time. So, um, yeah, let's get into it. Who's going first? Who's got the spiciest receiver? I think Shalim has the spiciest take here. So let's uh, let's kick it off with your big I do. Bust. I'm... I'm uh... I'm I'm nervous. I'm nervous about this one. I uh, uh this is one of my, my guys. He's he's one of the you know the goats in the NFL. So it's a bit hard to to say this to and and actually go through with it because I know that um you know if if I am wrong about this, it's I look very very stupid. Uh, but it my pick today is uh Super Bowl MVP uh, Cooper Cup. Um. Now, I was fine with his position up until, uh, what was it, like two weeks ago. Uh, you know, he's coming off his foot injury, which he was fully healthy with. I don't I have no issues with that. I've got no issues with the fact that, you know, he's on uh, a team that's going to absolutely suck this year. Um, you know, he's he is getting Matthew Stafford back. Uh, they do have Cam Akers, who had a, a good, you know, end of the season last year. So the, it's not like the offense is going to be abysmal. It's going to be all through Cooper Cup, which has worked in the past. Uh, I am just scared about this this hamstring injury. And I think that with when wide receivers do get this, the, you know, hamstring injuries, I, I don't, it's hard to say because of how, you know, secretive they are when it comes to these type of things. Because uh, they they do linger throughout the year. Um, uh, you know, in in the past when there's been, uh, wide receivers that have had, um, hamstring injuries in the preseason, uh, in min in minicamp, uh, they they do tend to stay with them throughout the whole year. You know, like example, Debo Samuel, um, that like this is on a different level, but you know, Curtis Samuel, uh, and then you got you know, uh, Keenan Allen last year. Ben uh, so it's, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, Ben Zerbel. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's got he's had a hamstring injury for about five years now. Um, but <laughs> that was a good call. 
Uh, but yeah, so I, I, the only reason why I'm, I'm out on him because of, of the such high draft capital, you know, I, I honestly don't think even without this injury, he is on the same, you know, tier as, as Jefferson or Chase. I think that they're, those two are, are definitely going to finish ahead of him. It's not like people are drafting cup over him, but they're drafting cup at the, the 104, 105 wide receiver three. I think that if you do miss on this, you know, first round pick that high in the draft, I think it's going to be really tough for you to, to come back from it and to, you know, have a hamstring injury. It's not like he's going to go, oh, I'm going to be out six weeks. And then after that, I'm going to be fine. Uh, I think he's going to have a season of he'll miss two to three games, have a game there, same same thing. You know, I, I can definitely see that in his range of outcomes. And if they do suck again, I can't, you know, I can't see them. Like I can see uh, a world where they shut him down at the end of the year, kind of like how they did this year. Uh, sorry, last season, because if, if they were actually good, he, he would have come back. So, you know, that that's why I'm, I'm out on him. I think that you need someone that's, that's going to be there for you and, and, and really, you know, uh, set the tone as, as your, your uh, first round pick and, and lean on throughout the whole season. Uh, but if he does come back and he's fine and he's uh Cooper cup, then I'm going to look really stupid, but um, I don't, I, I think I'd rather see that on, on someone else's team. Does anyone have any disagreements? Yeah, Charlene, you make it sound like he lost a leg. Um, apparently he's, he's already working out on the sidelines, buddy. Don't you worry about my boy Cooper Cup. I, um, to be honest, with all due, due respect, Charlene, could not disagree more. I think uh, Cooper Cup is well and truly in that Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson tier. You're obviously getting that you know old guy discount. He is obviously getting up there in age. Does obviously have this hamstring injury that sort of you know derailed his training camp just a bit. Um, but they went and said, you know, he's in no, you know, I believe Sean McVay called him day to day. I don't know. Day to day is probably a bit of an extreme. I think, you know, give him a few weeks rest, heal that hamstring up. Um, again, like not something you got, you want to play with is a hamstring injury as well. Like you said, they do have a tendency to linger, but I think that the, um, the Los Angeles Rams aren't going to risk their key and number one player, um, on their offense, um, with this kind of injury. But, you know, he did outperform Justin Jefferson. When he had that wide receiver one year, it was arguably the best fantasy wide receiver season in NFL history. Um, He has that kind of upside. So, again, if you're getting him at the 105, 106, it's almost a value because he could be the number one player in fantasy very easily. All he has to do is do what he's done before. Um, You know, Matthew Stafford realistically has less targets to throw to than he did when he performed um, that well um, as the wide receiver one. So... I'm not scared of Cooper Cup, but I understand where you come from, Charlene. There are, you know, a few, I wouldn't call them red flags. Let's call them amber flags. <laughs> I'm kind of, I kind of with him because Cup, honestly, was my second player off the board before this news. And I, I moved him back to like, you know, I'd take him probably if, if, it, if he gets me a pick 10, I'd take him, but like, he's not going to get there, but I'd just rather have. You know, I'd rather have CMC. I'd rather have Diggs. I'd rather have these guys that are going at pick five. I'd rather have Diggs. Well, I, why take the risk with a hamstring? Why take the risk with a guy? Oh, you make it sound like he's a double amputee. Well, the Rams are going to win how many games? Three? It depends said, Matt Stafford's good. Shut honest. up. You said... Like, they you were said no over, different. Shut up. Shut up. You said over last year. How'd that go? Yeah. $20 in my <laughs> bank account. That's what I thought. They're bad. They're a bad team. If they're 2-10, and 10, why play cup? 
Why play Stafford? Why play anyone? I'm with you, Charlene. Me and you. <laughs> yeah, we're going to look so stupid. Oh, imagine yeah, yeah. being the people that are betting against Cooper Cup. Like, do you hear yourself? No, but, like, why take him at pick four? If you swing because him... He has, because he realistically is going to be, like, at worst, like, wide receiver five, and it could be, like, by far and away, wide receiver one. I agreed, but I don't know. Um, speaking of busts in the first round, CD Lamb is my wide receiver bust this year. Um, just really scared of this Dallas Cowboys offense without Cullen Moore there. Um, I don't know if you guys are big on Mike McCarthy. I'm not. Uh, I think he's bad. I think Aaron Rodgers made him look better than what he was. Um, add in Brandon Cooks, uh, Matt Michael Gallup's back one year off. Uh, two years removed off the ACL. Um, I think he's not going to get super targeted like he was last year. I think, um, I don't know if Mike McCarthy's going to be so pass heavy. Um, just question marks on this pick. Someone in the first round is going to bust. I wouldn't take CeeDee Lamb at pick 10. I have him more of a second round player, maybe wide receiver, wide receiver, Where's he going, Frank? Let's have a look at underdog. CeeDee Lamb is wide receiver seven. I would rather have Amon Ra, Garrett Wilson, Devontae Adams, Jalen Waddle, Chris Olave. I'd argue Smith and T. Higgins. So I think he's, you know, wide receiver 12, 13 in that range, and I wouldn't be wasting. T. Higgins is crazy. Andrew talking crazy to say that Smith and T. Higgins over CeeDee Lamb. But no, I agree with all the other names. So actually, I very much agree with what you said. Maybe I went one or two names a bit too many, but you know, I'm just I'm not getting CD Lamb because I'm not taking him as a top ten option, and that's that seems to be where he goes. Um, yeah, and I hate Dallas, so I would not be rooting for CD Lamb. So, yeah, Charlene, are you in on CD Lamb, or where do you see this going? Uh, I mean, look, I I don't disagree with you. I um I think that's that I. All your points that you've made are definitely, uh, you know, great arguments, especially the the coaching, um, point of view. Uh, it's it's hard because the the funny thing about CD Lamb is and the Cowboys is all this Dak hate. It's it's pretty awesome. I I, I don't I think people have been uh, you know overreacting a little bit. Um, it's it's really hard to see what kind of offense they're going to be because you know McCarthy has said all these things about how, how much of a run-heavy team they're going to be, but they haven't really shown it in their kind of off-season moves. Like, that, you know, they did cut Zeke, and, you know, I agree with that that decision, but then you haven't brought anyone in to, to kind of help Tony P, especially with how much they ran last season. Um, So it's, it's I, I can see, like, them running a lot, but I don't think it's going to work too well which is going to affect cd lamb and but then i i do think they do go back to the well and they have to start throwing um cd lamb's a weird player for me because I, I think that he is awesome i think that he is a great player uh but i i don't think he's ever going to be that that you know top tier caliber guy i don't think in his range of outcomes is to finish in the in the top you know four or five guys um just like he he had a breakout season last year he was great um but uh, I think where you're drafting him at the moment over the guys that you 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 were saying, um, I, I 
I can see a, a you know a range of outcomes for those guys more so than than CD Lamb, which is why I'd rather go that way. Um, well, what are your thoughts about it, Frank? Yeah, I don't mind CD Lamb. I think that my my issue with CD Lamb is that he's going inside the first round. I would rather have Devontae Adams. I would rather have you know AJ Brown's going in a very similar spot as well. I'd rather have Armin Rasain Brown. Um, you know, I'm not quite there with Garrett Wilson, but I know a lot of the people are. If you are like, you know, if you're in that Garrett Wilson camp and you believe that he can be like the next big thing, you probably, you know, put your money where your mouth is, take him ahead of CD Lamb. I wouldn't be upset if, you know, if that's what you think he's going to be. But I think they're, you know, they're very similar, but you're getting Garrett Wilson, um, you know, quite a few picks later. Jalen Waddle as well. I think he's someone who could realistically is on that same level as CD Lamb that you're getting, you know, almost a full round later. Um, so yeah, CD Lamb, it's draft price is a bit too steep for me um, when you factor in sort of all that movement around him as well. Yeah, I just think he's slightly overrated as a fantasy asset and as a receiver in general. So uh, yeah, but Frank, let's hear your uh, wide receiver bust, which isn't as marquee as me and Charlie's, but needs to be said, needs to be drilled into the listeners' heads, because um, yeah, just don't draft this guy. Yeah, well, you two really went head hunting as far as you know the big names at the wide receiver position. You know, two guys inside the first round. So you know, if you're right, you really have helped out the listeners as well. Um, but a guy I'm not drafting. And I couldn't believe it when I saw where his ADP still is. And this is underdog ADP. So people have got money on the line. You know, these drafts have been happening, um, you know, for a, for a while now. But they do have, there's enough of them going on every single day where the data that they're getting is as most up to date as possible. And Jameson Williams is going at 100 overall still. He's going in round nine. I don't know why on earth you would want a wide receiver that showed literally nothing as a rookie, even though he obviously spent most of the year injured. They brought him back and then, you know, proceeded to do nothing. It wasn't like he had serious competition in the wide receiver room. They had literally DJ Chark, who's now found himself on the Carolina Panthers um, on the roster opposite Armin St. Brown. And realistically, no one else. They even traded TJ Hawkins and he still couldn't, you know, command targets in this offense. Gets himself a six-game suspension for having a punt. Got to respect that. But that doesn't mean that you're going to take him in the ninth round of your fantasy drafts. So, Jameson Williams, even if he comes back, what has he actually shown to you know warrant taking a player that's going to be missing the first six games of the season? So, someone I'm not taking, he would have to fall to like pick 150 for me to even think about it. Because you don't even want to hold that kind of player on your roster for that long. Um, one thing you find that when the season starts, the hardest part is deciding who you're going to drop to pick up these waiver wire editions. Because the waiver wire editions, there's always really good ones to pick up. And if you can't make the tough calls about who to take off your team because you have to hold Jamison Williams because you think in some magical world he's going to be great in the back half of the year, um, it's going to hurt your team. So I'm not touching him. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. Um, I don't have anything to add. Just absolute roster clogger for the first six weeks. Might take him a while to get back into, you know, game like game uh, touch and fitness and all that kind of thing. So, um, like he might have a few good games here and there, but good luck picking when to start him. And um, as you said, Frank, just I don't want anything to do with this pick. Like we don't even know if he's that good at the NFL level. Um, 
Charlene, anything to add here or you're you're on board or you're a big JMO guy? <laughs> no, no, completely agree. Completely agree. Um, well, I think we've said it all on wide receiver bust. Um, just recapping Cooper Cup, CeeDee Lamb, Jamison Williams. Uh, we will be back with our wide receiver must draft players and maybe on a more positive note. But um thank you for listening. Go get go avoid those receivers and um yeah, make sure you're following us on Instagram at the Fantasy Addicts, Twitter at the FB Addicts, and um yeah, make sure you give us a five star rating if you enjoyed. Check out all our podcasts on Spotify and uh yeah, we'll be here all preseason getting you ready for kickoff. Charlie and Frank. Any last comments before we get out of here? How good is football? Can't wait for it to be back. I'm excited for the preseason. Is that a little sad? But, you know, the Broncos are back. Russell Wilson's playing. They said their starters are going to play on Saturday. Saturday, Australia time. Friday for all the you American they can get. <laughs> um, what was that, Sean? I said they need all the practice they can get. So, fair That's enough. That's it. Got to show off that Sean Payton offense. God, keen as. <laughs> I I hope he looks so bad in the preseason. Oh, God. oh be so <laughs> funny! Oh, upset! He'll be so funny. Uh, anyway, um, conquer the day, listeners. Go watch them Broncos in preseason, and uh, we'll talk to you on the next one. Broncos country. Well, let's ride. Let's ride. I'll take a cappuccino. What milk do you have? You seem like you'd be like a little bit soft and can't handle milk. Uh, full full cream milk. Gee, on the bulk? Yeah. Not deliberately. That's, uh, yeah, no. Nah. That's, um, all those other milks taste like ass, bro. Nah, oat milk's not bad. Eat them all. They taste so weird. <sighs> it's actually not even bad. Oat milk cappuccino. A little bit chalky on top. It's great. A little bit of chalky on top. I'm telling you. Bro, I fucking lost it last night. I went, I made, after dinner, like, Caitlin's a full in, like, tracksuit pants, like, slippers, like, full pajama up. And I go, we need to go to, we need to go to the supermarket. I need to buy, like, shit for lunches and stuff. I got a foot-long sub, and it cost me $16. Almost passed away. $16. The fuck? So, wait. So, I just cracked Uh, the shits and I need to buy stuff for lunch. Like, I was proper fucking depressed. How did you... What did you put in the sub? I've never paid that much. Steak and fucking salad. Like, steak and cheese. Like, normal steak footlong sub. It was like $15.80 or something. Did you... You paid 16 bucks for a footlong? That's what it cost. I'm telling you, that's what it fucking cost me. It was fucked. Frank, I don't I could, know what subway you were at. I, I could give you one of those for free, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Charlene gets you. <laughs> Andrew lays up hot.
Oh, face camera's on, are we? Hello. We'll try uh, now. Uh, try maybe. Now. It hasn't been that bad. Have you made a coffee yet? <clears throat> yeah, I'm ready to go. Who's bringing us in? No wonder Andrew's getting married before us. He's got a foot long. <laughs> oh, I don't actually. I'd, I'd, I'd want to marry him too. Yeah, fair. fair. It's like a half a six inch. Half a like, six inch. <laughs> 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 it's not. Just himself. <laughs> uh, it's okay, Andrew. Charlene's got, he's not packing either. Yeah, no, nah, mine's just fat. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um do you eat a full foot long? Like you just yeah. destroy it? Yeah, okay. Yeah, no problem. Why? I also do you get not? Three cookies. Three cookies, you fat <laughs> <laughs> Well, I got that these uh, this, like <laughs> That's so good though. They're actually unreal. Mm. Yeah. I got this like loyalty card, you get free three cookies with us. For long, but and I don't pay fifteen dollars eighty either. I don't know what somewhere you went to. Oh, I got fucked. Seriously, I got what actually fucked. It was the one near Flinders Street. Oh, that's why. Did they charge you double? Surely they charge extra because it's there. But I, oh, don't... I don't know. It was fucking that's weird. That's cooked. a lot of money. I literally had a fucking Aldi frozen meal today to fucking make up for it. <laughs> It wasn't even that bad. <laughs> fucking, it's grim, cunt. It's fucking grim. 